This week on Erotic Awakening, finding events, loving and sadistic, and more simple sex tips. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on all these topics and all things Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. When did we just do Hi, Dan and Hi, Dawn? Um, BDSM 101 yesterday. So That's we were right. actually uh, making some recordings. So we got to do Hi, Dan, Hi, Dawn. Yes, we were doing some videos for the space and. We did flogging, we did caning, we did Negotiation. negotiations, and a and couple of And the scene, yeah. And uh, I'll sneak some of those over to our Patreon website so people can watch them that way as oh, well. Oh, nice. So that's what we've been doing lately. What have you been doing lately? Who? Our podcast Me? listeners. Oh, our podcast I know listeners. Been doing lately. I was going to say, doing? you know what I've been doing. I'd love to know what our podcast listeners are doing. Well, they let us know by writing us questions of the day. And today, mm-hmm. our question of the day does indeed come from a podcast listener. Oh, and you know what? We were doing that contest, the Kinkstarter cards. Do you we remember had, who won? I do. I remember who won. It's uh, Magpie. Oh, so, yeah. Magpie sent in quite a few questions. So uh, they had a uh, percentage... What is that? They had a uh, an advantage yes. with how many questions they sent in. <laughs> but good for you, Magpie. Uh, toss us an email at danadonna.erotoquickening.com and we'll figure out how to get those cards to you. So, and is the question of the day from her? The question of the day is from her. And is Magpie a her? Oh, I'm assuming. <laughs> Sorry about that. I am assuming. So, Magpie... Well, we just I was going to say, sounds like a her, and then I'm like, oh, but what mm-hmm. if it's not? That's how Sorry. you get in trouble. I know, I know. Let's so. get on to that question of the day, though. Uh, Dawn, I tell you, do you have a list of all the major cons? Because I can't find one. Well, um, that is what they asked, and I went out today to make sure that the list that I used to use was still there, and it is, and I'm betting a lot of people don't know about it. It's an old website, and um, I used to make sure our stuff was advertised on it and then FET got really, really big and I just kind of forgot about it, but it is still there. Mm-hmm. And it's just called the BDSM events.com. So the, the, no, no, it's not. Hmm? No, it's not. No, damn it. The How did I miss B- it? Because <laughs> you didn't look at your notes. Ah. The BDSM events page.com. Right. And it does, I don't know if it's got everything on it, but they're pretty thorough. So it's got Power Exchange Summit on it. It had Winter Wickedness on it. It's got Cope. It's got Twisted Tryst. It's got the Leather Conferences, Bear Conferences, Rope Conferences, Frolicon. It's got all kinds of stuff on there. So um, a lot of the stuff that I recognize was listed on there. So someone's doing due diligence and getting a lot of those events out there. I just read on one of our. more private groups that somebody is trying to vet a presenter at for Frolicon. And we have mm-hmm. a group because we're event producers that we're on where we vet presenters. Right. Side note presenters, if you're ever a dick, we do talk to each other. Oh, we absolutely do. I'm looking specifically at one of you local peoples. <laughs> uh, Ohio local, not city local. Yeah. And 
they were saying that they were vetting somebody for Frolicon. We got to get in on that Frolicon. That's I know. one of our it events sounds, that we want to go to. That is one of our events that we really want to go to. We only have a few left. We hit some this year. Mm-hmm. We hit Southwest Leather Conference. Yep. So, and, and we'll be um, hitting Leather LLC. Leadership in yep. a week or two or three. Yeah, like two weeks from now. Nice. We'll be at, in Atlanta for Leather Leadership Conference. But you're right. Frolicon is one of those. And um, what's the other one? The Geeky. Kinky and Geeky. Kinky, kinky and Geeky or Geeky and Kinky. It's one of the yeah one or the other one or the other. So yeah, we'd like to hit that one too. But uh, oh wait, we got off topic. Rolling back to the events. (laughs) This uh, sidebar was brought to you by Starbucks Espresso. (laughs) So um, so (coughs) our mic's decaf. Look at this. (laughs) The BDSMEventsPage.com is where you is Mm -hmm. one of those places. It's one of those places that where where they're kind of like in a list by month. Mm -hmm. So um. Where's another place you would recommend? Well, uh, certainly you start off by thinking that the answer was going to be FetLife. And FetLife still does indeed have an event page, and it's a pretty strong event page. It can You can uh, limit it to just what's going on local as well as what's going on in a broader area. And can, mostly everybody lists their stuff on FetLife nowadays. Yeah, well, sometimes that's the problem. Everything's listed on there. Right. If somebody wants to have a no underwear day, they post an event as a no underwear day. And right. no one's really invited. It's just them saying, I'm having a no underwear day today. So you have to kind of look through some of the garbage, mm-hmm. right, to get to the events. So um, the, the other one that comes to mind is out there is if you're looking for swing events, swinglifestyle.com is still mm-hmm. uh, where the, a lot of those events are listed. Now, I, we don't keep in the swingers loop and uh, 10 other websites have come and gone since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the cage.co for other kink events. I think they're still trying to get that one going. And uh, when we we're looking at it, a very positive review of that. Yeah. If you're looking for poly events all in one place. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people actually post those nope, I, on I, FET. Did I you disagree. find one? Um, oh, Alan's. Yes, Alan's website. Uh, right. He keeps a list of poly events. If you go to polyinthenews.com, that you'll find is a link to true. Alan's list of yeah. poly events. And he does a fantastic Sorry job about that. So, keeping yeah, them together. Ab- absolutely. That is true. So Now, um, the uh, part two of this question was, Are they? does each have their own style and flavor? And that's absolutely true. Most kink events have the same basic format, um, with the exception of leather events. And if you're like, well, is this a kink event or a leather event? Go to the events website and see if they have a contest. If it's a contest, it's probably a leather event. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, it's all you show up on Friday, you register, some opening ceremony on Friday, classes on Saturday, party at Saturday night. That's generally how things work for all these events. Generally, generally so. I mean, there might be um, a slightly different feeling. So I'm going to imagine, though I have not been to Frolicon, I would imagine it's a little more frolicky than, Mm. (laughs) say, a leather conference. So, um, and then each conference has their own feel. You know, we just went to Southwest Leather Conference, and it's definitely a little different than other leather conferences. Yeah, I I think that... You, you have the base, but then you add, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Southwest Leather Conference, uh, Woo and Leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great Lakes Leather Alliance, Leather. Uh, Winter Wickedness. Uh, Kink. I was going to say uh, roast beef. Oh, because he does do yes. roast beef at night. You know, or or yeah. food, right? Because they have the best food buffet. But, but it's definitely 
kink. And and also kink and also the energy of Winter Wickedness. So, for example, versus the Great Lake Leather Lot, it's, very, it's a separate kind of energy. It's more mm-hmm. relaxed and have a good time. Yeah. Um, so a lot of kink events like Winter Wickedness and stuff, um, very much fun, playful. Mm-hmm. Playful is a word that I would use, too, so with those. And not that other events aren't playful, but like a leather conference, uh, not not playful like is a kink conference. But I don't know how else to describe it because there's still a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot you of know? joy. A lot of joy. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of pride, a lot of joy, a lot of family feeling, um, community feeling, uh, everybody, a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody because they do welcome newcomers, but there's a, a lot of long timers there that know each other from other conferences. Mm-hmm. So, and things like that. But. And, and then, you know, a part of it is geographical, right? Mm-hmm. The people that come to an Ohio event for, versus the people that come to an Illinois event. And the people that run an event that are from Illinois, they have a little different feel. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, like Beric likes to say, here in the Midwest, we're foodies. So, <laughs> yes, a lot you know, of food. when you go to Winter, Winter Wickedness or Cope or one of the events here in Columbus, Ohio. Well, even PXS or, or BTL, we kind of follow that pattern. Of having snacks everywhere that you look, right? There's mm-hmm. always got to be a cookie or a, a cup of coffee or something nearby. Absolutely. So there you go, Magpie, or whoever wrote that, or anybody mm-hmm. that finds that Who's valuable. Magpie? Anyone that finds that valuable. There's how you find your different cons. If you would like to find out what cons <laughs> we will be at, or get a hold of us for any other reason, you can get a hold of us via the comment form on the webpage, eroticawakening.com. So you can also follow us on FetLife. We're the owners of the group Erotic Awakening, which is two words. And just find us on there and send us a FET mail. Or, like, yeah, matter of fact, like Stacy from Kentucky, who recently wrote us a FET mail, oh, yeah? just to say that she enjoyed the show, which, is, which by the way, is fantastic. I should mention people, you know, that reach out on FET, because we actually do. I mean, we get a lot of emails, but we also get a lot of people that reach out on FET. So it's just an easy way to click a button and make a comment. So yeah. Yeah. So without much more ado, we're going to get into our topic pretty quickly here. Mm-hmm. No food on boobs, no tentacles this no week. No tentacles. I oh do want to mention, uh, although we do oh. have a few subscribers to that newsletter you know, thing. You know, I do have to mention something about tentacles, though. What's that? So the new job that I just started, my new day job. Yeah. Uh, I really like it because I walked past my project manager's cube or not a cube but an office uh-huh. and it's all filled with geeky stuff like doctor who posters and blah 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 but on the door it's a tentacle door knocker <laughs> <laughs> right below the number for sherlock holmes apartment <laughs> so wow they're going hardcore with the geek there yeah so so that's so that doesn't really count as a tentacle that was sent to me but i get to see it every day <laughs> well, there you go so you got a good, you've got the right job. <laughs> I've there. got the right job for the moment. New subscribers to the newsletter include George from Pennsylvania, Eric from Australia, Wolf Graham from Michigan, and Lex from the UK. Looks like we're going international with the podcast. And you know, again. You, you know what? I made sure to put UK because we were schooled on that. Yes. Because I used to say, oh, the UK, England. Right. And we were sent a map. We were sent yes, instructions. Yes, we, were. we were sent all kinds of stuff. We were, that is not the case. And we were sent a uh, English to Australian English uh, dictionary. We were years ago. Yes, as we well. were still on the bookshelf. And we still haven't made it to Australia. Oh, I know. That's got to be on. It's on my one hundred and one goal list, right? I do this mm-hmm. one hundred and one goals in a thousand and one days. 
it's been on there. It's been on there for a couple of rounds of that list that we need to. Has it been more than a thousand and one days? Oh hell yeah! Well, That's what I mean. It's been through a few rounds of that. So if you could go for our vacation next year to Iceland oh, or no, Australia, don't make me choose. Um, I'm still liking Iceland so much. I really want to go, but yeah. I really want to teach in Australia. We had a lot of podcast listeners from Australia. We do. We actually so, have a, uh, for uh, the sake of uh, Eric from Australia, we actually have a Australia Gets an Erotic Awakening Fet Life group. We do. Which we never created. Someone else created it. Someone else created it and then um, put us in charge of it. Yeah. So, and I want to say it was um, Natural Born Kingsta. Yes, you are correct. Oh, wow. I thought cool. you were going to say that it was Bungie. No, it wasn't Bungie, who we haven't heard of in nah, quite a while, heard, so yeah. have not heard from. I heard he got beat up by a kangaroo. What? <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I don't true, think but... so. I don't think so. I know I know they moved, but I don't know what else happened with them. I haven't heard from them in a while. They used to send us little thumb drives yep. of stuff, so yeah. it was fun. <laughs> but yeah, Natural Born Kingsta. The yep. picture was in my head. The, the FET page was in my head with their... Well, there you go. With their FET name. So, awesome. Just before we got on the podcast today, uh, speaking of videos earlier, I did post to our Patreon page the intro that goes to our spanking with Dan and Dawn. And as soon as I figure out how to upload a 12 gig video that people will be able to watch, our Patreon uh, subscribers will be able to watch an hour and a half presentation that you and I do about spanking. It Sensual is. Sensual spanking. Sensual spanking, though it's not me on the spanking bench. So, was it me? No, no, no. It was someone that, that uh, volunteered for us because it was after my surgery. Oh. So I couldn't be spanked yet because of my scar. Hmm. I got spanked and flogged and caned and everything yesterday, though, you during that workshop. Did. You did. <laughs> what warm-up? Who needs warm-up? <laughs> right. Don, did you know the Where's My Warm-Up podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? That just can't be. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, or wherever you listen. Nice. Did you know we got Or some... just tell your friends as you're oh, live. Oh, tell my friends. I tell your friends. Don't tell my friends. <laughs> they already know. So most of my friends already know, not my vanilla ones. <laughs> oh, no, some of them know too. <laughs> but uh, no, what I was going to say was we got some events coming up. So I know we mentioned um, LLC. That's the next one, right? So in Atlanta. That so, is not? Oh, that is the yeah, next one. That that's, is so the that's next on March 9th, right? Yep, yep, March 9th. And then the following weekend, we'll be kind of local. So we'll be up in Cleveland teaching for SMART. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that is uh, Chicago. So with Kinky College. Yep. So yeah, I went into this new job going, uh, I'd love to work for you, but I have some Fridays I need off. And actually one of them's a Thursday, Friday, and Monday. <laughs> and a whole <laughs> and, lot of who cares. They yeah, a whole lot of nice. who cares. They didn't care as long as I get the project done. So let's get into our topic. But first, uh, real quickly, we have four more totally doable sex tips for okay. couples that want to have fun together in bed forever. All right. Well, some of these have worked for us and some of them have not. And one of them at least was a good idea, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, shit. I don't remember either. That's okay. We'll it was have that to good look idea back on them. <laughs> yes. um, oh, was it something about kissing? Yes. The three-minute kissing dates. Yeah. It was kissing. Yeah, that wasn't bad, actually. I like that idea. Hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we're at all of these events, maybe I'll ask somebody to do a, a, a kissing scene with me. I'd like to do a kissing scene with you. You've kissed did me you before. Hear that? <sighs> yes, I did hear but that. But not mm -hmm. a three-minute one. 
Uh, no, that's because our three-minute kissings go from kissing three seconds of kissing to, to fucking. To fucking, yes. Uh, so, Dawn, number eight from the 50 Simple Sex Tips. Trade dirty jokes. Look them up online or make up your own. The act of setting up a naughty pun and delivering a raunchy punchline forces you to talk about sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. We, you know, we talk about sex a lot. We don't need jokes. You come up with jokes all the time, regardless. Yeah. And I'm not seeing that as something sexy, yummy type of thing either. Uh-uh. There once was a girl from Nantucket. Yeah. Who uh, okay. looked at you and said, fuck it? No. I guess. <laughs> I, I only know the first line of that one. Sorry. That was but, plenty. But me, I mean, I'm an introvert. That just does not seem like fun to me. But to we come do up talk. Well, we do talk to talk dirty. Oh, we though. talk dirty, but it's not delivering Jokes. a pun with right. a punchline and hope because to me the point out of, of that is to get a giggle. And if I do a dirty joke and don't get a giggle from you, then <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be very sexy regardless. Um a lot of your jokes do get that response from me. The, huh? The, what? Huh? I'm, not, I'm not following <laughs> exactly. what you're saying. Oh, it's oh, a can joke. Can you explain? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. All well. right. How about this one, then? <laughs> Go wild with public displays of affection. Be that couple that hugs and touches and loves each other like no one is watching. We already do that. <laughs> not a big... <sighs> you and I do that. Yeah, absolutely we do that. I was going to say... It's, Hell, you touched my boobs in the restaurant last night. Well, we don't normally go I think that you forgot. Yes. I think yes. you forgot where we no. were because we'd spent all day at the space. No, I'm with you. I am all about the PDA uh, tough titty if mm-hmm. people don't like it. I mean, I'm not grabbing your tits or your crotch in public. but Right, usually. Uh, usually. Unless you can get away with it. <laughs> Let's move on then because the next one is getting away with it. Go to... Third base at the movies. If the mm. theater isn't too crowded, sit in that back row, throw a jacket over your lap, and let things escalate from thigh rubbing to full-on fingering and or jerking mm-hmm. off. Have you done that before? Um, movie theater? I don't think we've done it in the movie theater, have we? You fingered me in the movie theater because we talked about making the zipper dress. Oh, yeah. The Velcro <laughs> dress. <laughs> So that we could do that. So I know you and I have. I've done it with two more people. Since we've been married? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew about one. I guess oh, the you other probably one don't be. know about the other one. You may not. As in, I may have told you when it happened a long time ago, but I only dated that person like two or three times. Oh, they oh come shit. To, they come to the space now still. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Made so, a purchase from us. Oh, maybe not. Made a purchase from Man, us? Man, you've, you've dated a lot of people, I guess. No, they have a new boyfriend. Oh, I know who you mean. Barrick. No! Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> You're going to have me snorting again. He said For something our... the other day like that and it made me snort. <laughs> We're friends. So we not, not G. Um, Used to be J and now is E. Oh, I know who you mean now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I do recall that. Good yeah. Lord, that was a yeah, few years ago. a long ago. time ago. What are we saying? Oh, yeah. 15, 16 years ago. Uh, I don't know that it was that long. But I, forget, uh, I did forget that you were dating Jay. Then it was ago. 13 or 14 years ago because you and I, do you know our first our first interview? Mm-hmm. Remember our first interview in that little hotel? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be in a car, but it was in a hotel. This August, that'll be 20 years ago. 
So yes, it is absolutely possible that my time with Jay that, was 15 or 16 years ago. You're telling ago. me that interview was 20 years ago? In August, it'll be 20 years. All right. Well, Do I, not say it's time to move on. <laughs> I was going to say you got the job. Oh, thank you. And finally, from our um, How to Have Fun in Bed Together, Dare to Have Sex in Public. There are tons of public places that are actually quite private. So you don't have to risk getting arrested. Oh, it's always risky if it's in public. Find a bathroom stall at a restaurant that locks and execute a quickie or park in your car in an alley. All right, now you're getting a little more dangerous. Or mm-hmm. sparsely populated lot and go crate. You know what? I know you and I have done this. Absolutely. Soccer park. Absolutely. Oh, and never. I can think of at least two other people that you've done this with. One was a camping weekend and you did it in the bathroom, the women's bathroom, because you told me about it. That was pretty hot of me. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the bathroom with who? I'm not going to say who. They might listen. Okay, go on. So, and then the other one was the girl you were dating before Karen. The girl directly before Karen. I don't want to say her uh-huh. name either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about the parking lot. Huh. Well, I sure do get around. You do get around. And I'm betting you do it with more than that. Those are just the two. Great, <laughs> I good think for me. <laughs> So, but you know, as a teenager, that did used to be hot. But this suggestion says the back seat. I never did it in the back seat. How do you jump to the steering wheel if a cop comes up? If you are in the back seat, it is guaranteed they know what you're doing. If you're in the front seat, you got a little more leeway of talking them out of it. I can recall doing it in the back seat while somebody else was in the front seat. Yeah, me and the ex-husband. We're in the front seat. You and your ex-wife were in the back seat. Oh. That's how long we've known each other. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, the one I was thinking about includes me yeah. in the back seat and your ex-husband in the front seat, but not you or whoever you're talking about. Oh, you done it with somebody <laughs> yes. else with my ex-husband driving the car. Yeah. Oh, you guys were... <laughs> he had a car. What can I say? So, but no, I always did it in the front seat. And, you know, and, and we would do it down at the ferry. Mm -hmm. We had a ferry slip that closed at night because you don't cross the river at night on a ferry. So we would be down there in the front seat of the car, right? Um, Well, and that's when our cars used to have bench seats, not these seats that they have now. And, um, yeah, alleys, dirt lanes that went behind cornfields. And, yeah, all the time. When you're a teenager, you have no other place to go. Right. So as an adult... Well, now that we we live in this location, if we were back in our old location, like yeah, back back, there were there are dirt lanes that go behind cornfields, and that's hot. <laughs> but would you, so Don, as a uh, certified sexologist, not right. that you are, um, if you had somebody come to you and say, "Gee, I'm trying to get a spark in our relationship," would you say, "Why don't you go have sex in public?" Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. Now, I think as a high schooler. You don't realize just how risky it is, except right. and the consequences. Ooh, that and the consequences, that right? Because and the hassle of getting your car towed and blah blah blah. I've had my car break down in the woods down a dirt lane before, and had to walk home and try to talk, try to call. Actually, I called your ex-wife before she was your wife to get a hold of my ex-husband before he was my husband to try to pick me up down in the town I was in, so my parents wouldn't find out. Couldn't get up with anybody. Ended up having to get my parents tow my car out of the woods the next morning. 
they knew what was going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah. So, to me, that was the consequences when I was younger. Yeah. My parents might find out. Right. The right. consequences now is you get arrested and then you're a registered sexual offender because right. you did something in public and got caught. Yeah. So, so yes, I can see why it's naughty. Yes, some people still do it. I don't recommend it. These totally doable 56 <laughs> tips. They're somewhat doable. For couples that want to have fun in bed together are better left. See, this is why the internet is not necessarily always the greatest. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Counselor for your sexuality <laughs> issues. The three-minute kiss would go much further. So far, I mean, it, it's had a redeeming one or two. Mm-hmm. Not these, though. Dawn, so to our topic today at the 24-minute period. <laughs> we thought this was going to be a short episode. In general, um, when someone is a very loving top, how do they come to terms with their sadistic side? Well, I'm actually curious about how you're going to answer that because that's you in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I see you as a very loving top, and you say that you're not a sadist. And mm-hmm. you're pro- I don't think you are a sadist, right? right. Um, but you have a very sadistic side. So I'm kind of curious how you come to terms with that. Though I know we've, ow, ow, ow. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. (laughs) He pinched me. (laughs) Um. He does that all the time, too. He does drive-by pinching, drive-by booby punches, drive-by. Here's your phone. Oh, no, my phone's on the table. He's saying that because sometimes he'll punch my boob and my phone's there. In your bra (laughs) pocket. In my bra pocket. Um, So I am, in general, I would consider myself, I guess you're right, a loving top. Uh, Although, I guess if I was playing with, when I play, I'm a loving top. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I guess I could say, I don't consider myself a sadist, but I certainly will bring the pain (coughs) <coughs> Excuse me. To someone? When when it's appropriate. So, for yeah. example, fairly recently, I had somebody say, you know what, I really need to get out of my funk. Can you just give me a really good beating? And, of course, they started that off by su- by suggesting that I was not capable of giving them a good beating. Oh, then I know who it is. And <laughs> here it is that I have my... Um, your metal chopstick? My metal chopstick, which is also a metal king. Ow, ow, ow. my hand so I can make my pants as we talk. On oh, my leg. So, yes, uh, I assume, do you, are you assuming that it was cat? Mm-hmm. Well, you would be right. So, um, which Cause is. Because I, I used to ask for that all the time. To me, being beats the easiest way to be brought out of a funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and she'd actually asked me, are you able to do that? Because we haven't mm-hmm. really, you know, we we. Do BDSM scenes, but not from a not a. Well, we'll use this term instead of sadistic. I like the word savage. Mm-hmm. Right. Same. See, it's not the same though, right? Mm-mm, it's not. One's beastie, and one is about the way we're using sadistic in the uh-huh. BDSM sense is, um, or the way I see it is giving pain to someone who wants pain. Right. Right. And it can be different. The attitude of how you come at it can be different. So to me, the beast is one attitude and being sadistic is another attitude, though you can be a sadistic beast. Mm -hmm. So they can layer. But I still think they're two different things. Yeah. And hard to describe, maybe. Or I'm not a sadist, so I don't know how to describe them. So how would you describe them? 
like um see there's the challenging bit right if you go all the way back to episode six of the erotic awakening wow you pulled that out (laughs) it's either on being a masochist or being a sadist Mm -hmm. and if it's not if it's one or the other right the other one is five episode five six four five six somewhere in there right Mm -hmm. uh find out more about being a sadist but for me the way i got through that was because we we have our image makers tell us that men should not hit women. Uh, and again, I can only speak from a male perspective. I'm sure that as a female sadist, there's similar and probably some different challenges as well. But from a male perspective, um, our image makers told us you don't hit women. And, and nobody actually, male or female, right? You're not supposed to cause other people pain. You're not supposed to cause other people suffering and cause them harm. Right. So what I needed was prior to that scene getting started for the person to be very clear with me. Here is what I want. I want to be bruised and battered. And if I start to cry, I want you to keep going. And I have a very clear and this is very important to me that they have a very clear ability to communicate safe words. And then we both understand what the safe words are, because I will start to question myself. Oh, is this too much? Am I pushing it too much? And I will simply watch and be aware that they have safe words that they should be and can be and will be using if necessary. So that makes it easy for me to power through any challenges internally that I have. The trick for me is that so prior to the scene to really get to um, talk to the person and make sure that I understand what they want, make sure they understand the safe words that we're going to use after the scene to have that communication to have that, you know, this works for me or this didn't work for me. Or, gee, you know, Kat's very gracious in, in responding by saying, wow, thank you for the scene. Uh, she sent me a pic, or actually she brought me back here into the room when we saw her Saturday and said, look at this bruise, look at that bruise. And I could see the happiness. And you do the same thing, mm-hmm. right? You show off your bruises. Oh, yeah. But that, And that's important to the, the, the top for me to get past the sadistic thing because I can see that you're glowing and that you've, you're proud of the bruises, that mm-hmm. they are bringing you pleasure. Mm-hmm. And to reinforce, to tell the person, boy, that is exactly what I needed or that's what I wanted. Um, so the before the scene, the after the scene. And then the one challenge that I had that I, somebody showed me yesterday at our when we did the BDSM 101, mm-hmm. there was a couple there and uh, the female-bodied person in the couple said, hey, you know what, I'd like to try being flogged. Mm-hmm. Right. And her partner was flogging her. And she said, Dan, would you flog me? Mm-hmm. And I did. And I flogged her much harder than the male body person than her partner did. I mean, right. And I remembered when I saw that, when I was part of that, I remembered I had to do the exact same thing with you. And you may not remember this, but many years ago, when we first got started, you were playing with uh, Jay of J&M. I, yep, I remember. And Jay was beating the crap out of you. And I was sitting there telling M, mm-hmm. oh, Dawn doesn't like it. She doesn't like it that hard. She's not going to enjoy this. And mm-hmm. I could see, oh, fuck, you were enjoying the shit out of that. That was the caning of the boobs. Perhaps. Part of that was the caning of the boobs, yeah. So it helped me to recognize that I don't, 
you know, just because we've played on Tuesday and I think I know what you can take, and maybe it is what you can take on Tuesday, mm -hmm. that actually you can take a lot. In this case, you could have, you took a lot more than I thought you could and enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And that again reinforced for me that it was okay what we were doing. Right. You know, and because I didn't look at Jay as a bad person mm -hmm. and he was doing all this evil stuff. Mm -hmm. So why would I look at myself like I was a bad person for doing evil stuff? Right. So, and usually most people have a smile on their face. Well, unless we're crying, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause, cause, and, and I would imagine masochists have the same, well, I know I've had the same questions of, am I okay for liking this? But I think I, I agree with you on the, the tops need to have a reaffirmment validation, yeah. whatever that word is, um, after a scene from the bottom of, hey, this was fantastic. Thank you for that. You know, look at my bruises or something like that with a smile on their face. Mm -hmm. So, and I, th I think for me, what I see is when I do that, you know, that, that helps mm -hmm. reaffirm that yeah. you're okay as a top. I mean, and sometimes... There's one person that I play with that when I bottom and they're really, really hard, sometimes there is that, you know, and I don't even know what the question is in my head, but when I look at them, you know, I, I lean back or, you know, look back and look at them, they do have a smile on their face. And then I talk with them later and I, you know, I scream, they smile, they love it. You know, um, when, when you're beating me and I'm making noises, you seem to enjoy it, right? So, and I don't know if you enjoy it because you like giving pain or if you enjoy it because you're giving pain to somebody that wants pain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, and I don't know what that fine line is and, and don't know. Yeah, and it's the funny thing. And, and this makes this distinction between sadist and sadist, mm -hmm. right? Where you have a, a narcissistic and mentally unbalanced sadist right? who does not really... Who is giving pain to give pain. And as a matter of fact, if you don't like it, it feeds them more. Right. right? This They're is not, not about that, consensuality. Right. This is more <laughs> than, so we're talking about, again, the question starts with from a loving top perspective. Yeah. When I play with you and you make that, whatever noise you make, whether, mm -hmm. I do get a charge from that, whether it's, if it's BDSM pain that causes that or just sexual stuff, mm -hmm. you make a different noise. Mm -hmm. But I get a charge off that, too. And it doesn't have to be a noise, but the feedback. Right. right. So I don't care whether I'm using a guitar or a drum as long as I get to hear the music. And how Ooh, I get there doesn't matter. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, you know, I like to bring a smile to sadistically bent <laughs> So as would well. you, if we, so as we're going to Leather Leadership Conference in two weeks, mm -hmm. if a uh, top came up to you and said, hey, Donna, I listened to the podcast and I am a sadistic top. So how about if I beat you up? I would have to have a long conversation with them because usually when I play on that level, I've watched that top. The two I can think of that I play with now, I watched them for years mm. before I let them top me because I wanted to see how they play. I wanted to see if they pushed boundaries. I wanted to see what kind of sadistic top they are, right? So the one that does whips, uh -huh. um, he has a smile on his face. He likes it when people screams. He checks in. Yeah. He needs it to be consensual 
for him to feel good about what he's doing, right? And then the other one that used a machete, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, uh, sorry, it was just to scare me. It wasn't actually used in play. It's because I was teasing him about machetes. And um, he's the same way. He smiles when, yeah, when he when he makes people scream that want to scream, and he smiles when he can let out his sadistic side and and know it's okay, and you know, and and we'll talk about it later, and he mm-hmm. knows it was consensual, and you know, so uh, I but I watched them for years. So to answer your question, LLC, someone comes up to me and says that. Because I haven't been able to watch them, assuming I don't know them, mm-hmm. because I haven't been able to watch them, I would probably ask a few people about him mm-hmm. to see how he plays, or if there's time in the dungeon, see how he plays with somebody else, and have a long negotiation with them, because what sadistic means to them could be a little different to me. So I just want to make sure that they'll allow me my safe words, and that they'll have a good time with it, and that the energy feels right, so I can have a good time with it. There you go. So, but yeah, I'd hit him up on it. Okay. <laughs> if everything checked out, I'd hit him up on it. All you listeners like, that are headed for Atlanta. I like new experiences. Now you know. So awesome, awesome. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Toss us a dollar by heading over to www.eroticawakening.com and click on the support us on Patreon button. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe and the song is Whim. The official EA Twatter is Andy. The person we've seen most recently. We don't have anyone yet. Maybe we'll have someone at LLC. I'm sure we will. The current sender of tentacles is Kayubi. The provider of graphic novels is, of course, Johnny Jackhammer and the Good Witch of the North of the Sequential Sex Podcast. Ow! You did that good. I was hitting you while you were saying You were hitting me while I was doing that. We're going to be seeing them at Kinky College. And the official food that goes on boobs is oranges... Between Boots. By 7.05. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.